Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. p.m. Ready and MPC does conduct Zoom and conference calls from 2011 to right now. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please use your face and let Gayatri know, and she will try to promote you if you have never asked the question. Archana? Uh, hi, sir. Uh, good evening. My I have a question regarding my H1 RFE. Last year, uh, September, October, I have submitted H4. While waiting for the approval, we have uh, submitted H1 in September uh, first week, August last week, but we got RFE for my H1. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the RFE, what they are asking is for pending beneficiary request, like uh, in which valid status I was staying in US. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, on September 10th, we got the H4 approval notice, but... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they have approved it only for two days. That is from September 2nd to September 3rd. Why? Uh, Yeah, instead of approving it till my uh, till my husband's H1B October ending, uh, they just approved it for two days. We don't know what happened. Uh, So now we were in confusion, like what we need to reply for my H1 RFE. Oh my goodness. You have a H1B now pending on it. Yes. One is first is you need to request USCIS to correct it. I want you to raise a service request. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, I would file one more H4 right now. Okay. Just in case. And and, and, and request the USCIS officer of the H1B clearly explaining that they did an error and we mm-hmm. raised a service request. Okay. Or we requested the USCIS to correct the error that they have done. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's like a uh, letter we need to write uh, after submitting this H4, one more H4 extension and the service request? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's so, right. it's like affidavit we need to do, sir? No need of affidavit. No need okay. of any affidavit. Okay. okay. Just okay. clear explanation in the letter. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so now my valid, I mean, I'll be in a valid status now, right? I mean, based on I, my I can't, I, I will not answer that question to you at this point of time, okay. but this is all the steps that I can suggest you what you can do. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. Sir. Next person, please. Thank you. Jay Panga. Hi, Rahul Reddy. I have two questions. The first one is like, uh, uh, I already got my green card. I moved from Seattle to California. Why do you need me? Yeah, do I need to change address? In the AR11, you mean to say? Yeah. You can, if you want to. But but it's not a compulsory, right? (laughs) Uh, I I cannot tell that, but let me tell you one thing. For the 1 million people who have not changed the address, 
for the 10 million people who have not changed the address, was there any action taken? No, no action was being taken on that. Okay. So the second question is actually, uh, the second question is my wife, uh, uh, green card is still under process. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, I need to change address for her because um, like I moved to California. Yeah. Yes, you have to change her address because otherwise the whole thing will mess up. So when you're changing, why not change yours too? Oh yeah, so the question regarding this only because uh, we gave all uh, biometrics in Seattle and then we moved to California. So if I change address to California, is it going to delay further or should I give another address in, in Seattle? Like I have a cousin, so can I give as uh, no, Seattle? No, 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 that will be considered as fraud. Don't do that. Okay. Just give okay. only the proper address. Okay. okay. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Lavanya. Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Lavanya. I have a question like uh, in currently I was in H1 status in January 2021. I have applied for H4 transfer on my H1. And my H1 was valid till July 24, 2021. So mm -hmm. last month, August 27th, uh, my H4 got approved, but it got approved only for two days. That is for August 25th to August 26th, and I got the approval notice to the home on September 10th. Mm -hmm. So, what are my best steps to do techno? And I also raised a. Well, why, why did it get approved only for two days? I don't know. Why, because why are my, there two people in this conference call saying the same problem? Yeah, but my husband's H1 status is till August 23rd, 2022. That's exactly what the other lady said ah, you need to request them to correct file one more h4 again do both the things to request it h4 one more time and also no. and already no, raised first it. first first is you need to request them to correct the error and file yes. the h4 one more time oh okay uh, because my h5 h1 got expired on july 24th right on july now, mm -hmm. I don't know what and which status I am now. because I really don't know. I, I, I don't have a clear answer to you right now. But do follow the steps what I told you right now. Okay? Okay. okay. So, for the service request, I have already raised a typographic error in the RSS site. That is enough, sir, or any other request? I, have to I want you to write. I want you to write a letter. Is it, Are you represented by a lawyer in the H4? Yes, my husband's attorney. Yeah. Tell them to write a letter to the USCIS to correct it. Okay. And okay. Next one more request, right? Yes. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. That's really two people in the five minutes. Telling that H4 got approved wrongly. So we do it immediately, sir? Do it immediately, ASAP. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. Hi, uh, Rahul. Thanks. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, my actually my question is uh, me and my wife both are on H1B, um, and uh, we are we are expecting this year um, in December. And that's uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, but the issue is that my wife's job might end in September, and um, you know because of her assignment ending. Um, so my question was like, can can she? Uh, like the assignment will end, right? Um, uh, because we don't want to go for new H1 uh, job or so because this, you know, it will be just for two months, right? Uh, I got the point though. Is She's an H1B, is right? Yes. Or H, 
and you are on H4 or H1B? H1B. Do you have your I-140 approved? Yeah, I have my. File the H4 plus EAD right now. Okay. okay? Uh-huh. And that's about it. I mean, if you need assistance, drop an email to info at rnlagroup.com. Okay. We can so- take care of it. Yeah, sure. I, I'll do that. So H4, I can like till I, I can, um, uh, because, you know, I can file till, uh, you know, in October or this, or is it has to be September itself? Or like what? What's the to... reason why you're delaying it? You no, can file we... for right now. You can file right now. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you can file right now. And then you, she can continue working until the H4 is approved. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Got it. Got it. So just, just one, just one, I think last question to the same thing, right? Uh, uh, like uh, we were actually also thinking that can she take a maternity leave before unpaid leave before, uh, you know, two months in advance, like before the due, is it possible on H1? Why? Why? Because H4 what? is taking too long, right? That's a, we, we have heard like it's taking one year. So you mean to say that she's going to move back to H1 soon? Yeah. After the, after two months after yeah, delivery, yeah. right? So the plan is to start working. Ah, that part you did not tell me that. Yeah. Okay. If she's planning to move to H4, uh, H1B again, though, um, I mean, if you're sure about it. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you, she can take a maternity leave. That's perfectly fine. Or two months before itself also, or unpaid, no. unpaid one. Like she, she's due in yeah. December. Uh, yeah, she so- can, she can get a letter from the doctor saying that you can get a letter from the doctor saying that she, it will be better that she rests, and then she can show it to the, she can show it to the. Um, employer and get the get it two months before oh okay that will be awesome yeah because uh, yeah okay thanks in that way she doesn't have to get back to the h1b getting back to the h1b sometimes becomes a problem yeah that is the that's that was the concern right it will be like you know going to h4 yeah, and, yeah, yeah. thank you next person please um hey rakul uh, my name is shiva and thanks for taking my question Mm-hmm. Um, I was on L2 before and um, I, was, I was trying to transfer from L2 to H1. Uh, my L2 expired in September uh, 2020 and uh, we applied for, uh, the H1 is supposed to be active from October 2020, um, but you know, uh, they were asking for the status for those 20 days. Mm-hmm. Um, from 11th to 30th. So mm-hmm. H1 went through multiple RFEs and after L2 is approved, H1 is also approved now. Um, so in this process, I stopped working. So, and I lost the job, but my H1 was applied when I was working for a client. So, but I don't have that job anymore. Uh, now the H1 is approved. So um, what's... Is, that is was valid? October of 2020. Right. Right now, in September of 2021, 11 months afterwards, what are you doing right now? I Right now, I started working on L2 EAD uh, with another Wait, client. You have L1, you have L2, you have H1. I'm confused. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's L2. There's no L1. It's L2 to okay. H1. L2 to H1B got transfer, got approved. Mm-hmm. And you never started working with that company that has the H1B approval? Uh, I was working uh, until September 11, 2020, uh, but since my EAD expired, I could not work after that, but they filed for H1 even before, like, you know, sometime in the yeah, April. But the H1B started October, October 1st. 
No, they, they they did not approve the H1B because they were asking for the valid. So when did when did when did you got the H1B approval? Like a week ago. Ah, a week ago you got the H1B approval, but until a week ago you were an L L2 visa. L2 visa, yeah, pending. And L2 you don't visa have and then L2 approved. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have a H1B approval. Uh, you don't have the job anymore with H1B right now. The same employer, no. Same client, no. Same okay, though, so you, you, you want to go back to L2? So we can do one thing. Which language do you speak? Telugu. Well, the farmers So the best way is that you want to preserve the H1B, mm -hmm. okay? And you want to get back to L2. No, no, no. I, I don't mind switching to H1. That's fine. Well, you can do both, though. Um, you can do both if you want to. You can just go um, to Mexico and come back in L2. That's one thing that you can do. Okay. Okay. Um, and you can resurrect your H1B at any time later on. Okay. Either um, with this company or some other company. Or even with some other company. Yeah. Because you have the H1B with the I-94 is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's with I-94. Yeah. yeah. So you can do that. Uh, the second option, if you so, want to move to a different company right now is mm -hmm. some other company can file a H1B right now. Mm -hmm. Transfer of H1B, they can do that. Oh, okay. So if I have the copy of this H1B approval notice, mm -hmm. then I can uh, go to another company mm -hmm. and they can file the transfer. Yes. So while I, while while I continue to work on with my current employer on L2, you cannot. You're not L2. You're not L2. I'm I'm a H1, yeah. but you know, but on, on the H1, the client is different. Now I'm working for a different client, so. You're, you're not working, you never work for the client, you work for the employer. Right. So you're, you don't have L2 right now, you only have H1B. If you want L2, go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Okay, so now my, my status is H1. Uh, so even though it is with a different client, it's still valid because it's the same employer. That's right. But you don't have an employer, the guy doesn't, you said that he, you don't have a job with them. No, no, I, I have a job with you them. You your H-1B is, is with company B. Do you have a job with them? Yes. Well, why can't you start working then? I'm working right now. I'm working on, uh, uh, I'm working. I mean, I started with the, um, L2EAD with them. I'm, I continue to work. The, the, what, the company B, you said you have a job and there is an H-1B approval. So start mm -hmm. working for them right now. Okay, so uh, I mean, my, my only question is like, it's with a different client and then now client change. So that doesn't like matter. If much. the client changed, is it in the same MSA or a different MSA? Um, it's a remote position. You need to consult with a lawyer, okay? Privately, that's better though. Next person, okay. next person. Sorry Thank about you. that. Mm -hmm. I just have a question. Uh, on mm -hmm. STEM extension, do you, uh, how many number of unemployment days do you have? On STEM extension. Yes. The total unemployment period that you are allowed, including the OPT and STEM extension, is 150 days. Right. So if the uh, if the, I had no unemployment days on my initial OPT, do I get the whole 150 days on STEM extension? You can. Okay. You can. Okay. You can. But I would request you to not to play in an edge of a knife, okay? Right. Try to preserve some time. Yes. But it is legally allowed, right? So, like, yeah, it's I legally don't have allowed. Three day restriction, right? To find no, that. You don't. Job. No, no. 
you don't. Okay, thank you so much. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, my priority date for my green card was September 2013 in EB2. Uh, and I have changed employers. Uh, and my new employer now is uh, filing for PERM. We just got mm -hmm. our supervised recruitment done. But I see that in EB3, my date is current in, in both the sections. So I just wanted to get your opinion, Rahul. What should I do? You have a job with the old company? No, Rahul, I don't. Well, beggars uh, can't be choosers. Right, right. Uh, but with my new company who has still to yet to apply my perm, they're trying to apply it in EB2 now. But should I ask them to apply in EB3? Because No, even if they file in EB2, you can still use the same labor certification, file EB3. I see, I see. Okay, okay, Rahul. So should I just go ahead and like file my perm now? And then once my Absol perm is approved, uh, mm -hmm. file in EB3? Go for it. That is absolutely the best step for you to do. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and then uh, one, uh, can I file for EB2 in case it becomes current by the time my perm is approved by any chance? Uh, you can file either EB2 or EB3 if the perm is approved. Understood. Okay. Or you can, can file in both also if you want to. Understood. Understood. So I'll just be silent and ask them to go uh, uh, file my perm with my current employer, right, Raul? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, yes, sir. sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Next person, please. If you're a newcomer, if you show your face and let uh, Gayatri know, um, the host know that she may promote you. She will promote you guys. Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. My question is about H4 extension of my kid. Both my wife and myself have H1 petitions approved for three years. And I-94 of my kid expired in December 2020. And I applied for H4 extension in November 2020 myself without an attorney. But I made a small mistake in the application. One of the question, question three said, was an immigration petition filed on your behalf? And uh, I made it yes instead of no. Okay because I, I thought I-140 is considered immigration petition. And my employer told that shouldn't be a big issue and RFA is not expected for kids. So I, uh, he told me not to log any service request for correction. And uh, uh, now I got an RFE on August 10th, 2021. Uh, RFE is saying, uh, you seem to have uh, mentioned yes there. So give a copy of the immigration petition. And for that, uh, my employer gave me an explanation letter saying, uh, uh, there is no immigration petition. I just made it yes by mistake. You wanted me to attach it with uh, a copy of your pay slips and uh, um, you know, send it by USPS to uh, USCIS. Okay, is there anything I should have done now? Because no, September no I, the, the officer is stupid to ask the question. Because for the H4, even if you file or not file, it won't matter though. So you did, uh, your, your employer did, a, and I would have just agreed everything what your employer said. Okay, so nothing, and I don't have to file a new H4, right? Just a one page. I will not, I will not if I were you. Okay, just an explanation is good enough, that's it. That's, explanation is good enough, yes. And then you can always write it if, if you know, if you have not already written that there's no I-140 petition or green card or adjustment of citizen petition filed on behalf of the, me. I mean, if the kid is responding, uh, but there was one filed on behalf of the father, which is this one, you can attach the I-140 approval if you want to. 
Okay. Oh, I mean, all he gave was saying that on behalf of kid, nothing was filed. That's it. I, 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 that's no. fine. That's fine. I'm fine with it. Okay. Next person. And uh, the status, I mean, I sent it about 10 days back. Status is not updated on uh, USCIS. No, they're, they're, taking, they're, taking much, they're taking much longer time. Okay, Rahul. Thank you. It's updated. Rahul, a quick question for me. Uh, mm-hmm. so for me, I have uh, I, I accepted. I, I was in the process of interviewing and uh, getting an offer. And meanwhile, I got medical RFE. I submitted it. So most likely, my, for me, interview might not be there, and I, I might get a green card. So how? What is the suggested time that I should not switch a job after a green card? Oh, zero days. One minute. One minute. So it doesn't create any problems in naturalization. Uh, no, no, okay. Sir. Is there anything I need to provide at the time of naturalization if I do the change in employment? Nope. Nothing? Okay. Nothing. Perfect. Thank you so much. You can do any job. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a lawyer like me. The only thing you can't do is sell the weed. Next person. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Hello, Hello Raul. Yes. Uh, so, uh, actually, I have a question about the October visa bulletin that uh, mm-hmm. they released today. Mm-hmm. So dates did not move uh, as expected. Of so do you have any co- yeah comments on that? Why why is the case? Definitely. They- well, they wasted eighty thousand green cards last year. The stupid people did, and I can't understand why they are waiting for the amendment in the Congress. Though they, they are completely in disconnect with the real world, because the USCIS is telling the processing time is sixteen months, and they are not even. They don't have even applications left there for processing in the next 12 months. I don't know where they are looking. Unfortunately, there are certain things the courts will not take. Uh, you have to write the letter to the congressman. Uh, there are two letters that we have, uh, if you have not already written, hold the USCIS responsible for wastage of the green card and also try to get this thing. New bill has been proposed. In this new bill, if this bill passes, which is it's going to pass most probably though, we need to see if our provisions, which are already in there, if they pass, you don't have to worry about anything else. Okay. Okay. Because the dates will become current. If they don't become current by for you, all you need to do is that you just need to pay extra five thousand dollars. Okay. But and you'll be exempt. You'll but be exempt the current from. timeline, do you do you expect dates to move this year or? Um, we need, the, the only thing is that the budget bill has to fa- pass by October 1st. Okay. So if the budget bill passes, though, the State Department might have to change their entire idea of moving the dates because then, um, then, then on May 1st, it becomes effective. So there are extra, two, uh, there are extra 225 or 300,000 green cards that will be available next year. If the Ming amendments doesn't go through, if the Ming amendment do- goes through, if the Ming a- amendment doesn't go through, then we have extra 450,000 green cards to uh, between 300 and 450,000 extra green cards will come in. And on top of that, um, anybody's, whose prior to date is backlogged by two years, by May of 2022. That means that if your prior to date is May 1st of 2020, and you did not, uh, and you want to file the 485, all you need to do is them, you bribe the USCIS $5,000. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything illegal, but okay. yeah, practically you bribe them $5,000 and then, then you get away from the line. You don't come in the line. 
you don't count in the number at all. You don't count anywhere. You just pay them the $5,000 bribe. Okay. Okay. Yep. Thank you. So let's hope so this bill passes through. Please uh, write the letter that's, uh, that is there in RN Law Group. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. This is Vivek. Um, yes. Is there an uh, automatic 180 day extension for H4 EAD? No, there is none like that. There is one like that for the adjustment of status EAD. There is none for uh, H4 EAD. Okay, thank you. Just wanted to confirm, ma'am. Next person. Hi, Rahul. Uh, quick question. Uh, so, mm -hmm. My wife is on uh, my uh, 485. Like, so I already got my green card. We uh, we applied for her green card. So she got the EAD, but all the paperwork, uh, including the medical examination, everything is done. Biometric is also done, but the case is not moving. Did you file your wife along with you or she filed separately? No, she like she filed later on. Like we added okay. her application when the dates were current. Last year, in October 2020. When did you file? I filed way back in 2012. Oh my goodness. I know what you mean. Yes. Okay. So you got your green card approved and before yes. your green card is approved, your wife application was in? Uh, yes. Good. Go ahead with your question. Yes. So my, my question is, is there anything extra I need to do so that I can get her green card fast? So because medical examination, everything is done. I don't just... know. I don't know of anything. One thing that... The two, two suggestions we came up with was, one is go cut the coconuts in the temple. That's one thing. I don't know if you can do a TikTok dance and send the video to them. Hey, approve mine. I, I don't know. I mean, these are the only things that we can come up with. So Oops, mine was approved not without... Working. Mine uh, was approved... Just, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, mine was approved without any interview. So can I expect the same thing with hers or... There's a good chance for it. Um, but, you know, even if it's an interview, that's not a big deal. Okay. And it, it was mandatory because your 485 was filed before uh, March of 2017. There was no interview requirement. though. Later on, the interview requirement. Previously, they have to request the interview. Right now, they have to waive the interview. Right. So that's the difference. The attorney is actually, uh, we have plans to go to India towards the end of the year and the attorney is not suggesting to travel while her green card is in progress. She has got the EAD combo card though with the advanced parole. Uh, so uh, and do you have kids born in USA? No, no. And then you have to quarantine for 14 days outside the country. Oh, okay. 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 That should be Next solved. person. Thank Nagesh? Yeah, Rahul. Um, so my date is like now uh, August 2011. I did a downgrade and I have my EAD and everything. But um, as you know, right, they're talking about retrogression and everything. Should I do an interfile in EB2 because I'm current in EB2 also? No, no. no. Just, just did, you got your I did you get your I-140 approved? Yeah, long back in March. Not don't confuse them because you interfile... <laughs> It takes a long time for them. I would not do anything if I were you. Yeah, I got my EAD and advanced parole. I told you that, but I would not do anything if I were you. Just, just sit, sit, sit tight, that's it? Sit tight, that's it. Okay. Next Thank person, you. please. Narayan? Narayan? 
Suman? All around there. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, so my question is like, uh, my, I got medicals. My wife did not get medicals, and uh, she's an H4 dependent. And uh, I interfiled her medicals, and both the applications are at different centers. Mine at Nebraska, her at uh, National Benefit Center. Today, my green card got got approved, and hers is uh, it's not approved. So, and uh, she's on H4. So, if I take green card, what what status will she be in, and uh, like how about her green card? What will happen to her? She is in labor. She's in. Uh, she's she's in National Benefit Center. She's in National Benefit Center. Yeah. Okay. So nothing will happen. I can I can I can shift my employer right with green card uh, also. Uh, can you? Yeah, absolutely you can. Absolutely okay, you so can. So nothing to do with that. Okay. That's right. Nothing to do with that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Prashant. Hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have two questions. First thing is, can mm -hmm. we the status of the perm application? I mean, my prevailing wages is done. My employer said they have filed for labor. Is there a way I can track the status? Uh, no, you can't track the status. There's no online system of tracking the labor certification status. Oh, okay. Okay. And the second question was, uh, if I want to cross the country, I mean, I need to get my family who's currently in India. Is it a good time to go or do I have to wait for firm to get approved? Perm, uh, you're on H1Bs, right? Correct. Firm has nothing to do with this. So I can go even after perm is approved. I mean, the, I, the perm has nothing to do with you going on H1B and coming back. Okay. I mean, I just want to know, like, at what stage I should? It's mandatory for me to stay in the country. It's not mandatory to stay in the country. If the Brazil wins the Soccer Cup or not, it has nothing to do with you going inside the country. The same thing is with the labor certification to you. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Whether or not, whether or not Messi is going to hit. A, a three goals in one match has nothing to do with you. Uh, at least for you to go outside, your perm labor has nothing to do with your visit. Yeah, another, thank you. Uh, another last question. Uh, I asked uh, just for a promotion from my employer. So they told me like uh, right now they can't do that because it will impact the perm application. It's uh, applied at one particular role and level. So I won't be eligible for a promotion. Is that a true statement? That's up to the company, though. The company can um, the company can uh, make that statement if they want to. That's up to their company discretion. But it's not the law, right? I mean, it, it won't impact the perm application and all that. If I well, if, if they say it impacts, it impacts. If they say it doesn't, it does not. Oh, okay. It's their own internal rule of them. My wife has a rule: no non-wage in the home. I can't take her the constitution. I can't take her all the things and show her to that. That rule doesn't apply to her. Next person. Same thing with your company too. Okay. Next Hi, person, Rahul. please. Hi, Rahul. Um, so my mine is a EB2, uh, priority date March 2012. Um, but last October 2020, uh, my attorney is filed even though my uh, priority date is not current. Uh, both for data wait, filing wait, wait. as well. What, what, is, what is your priority date you said? Uh, March uh, 2012, EB2. And you filed a downgrade application or straight application? No, um, the intention was I told the attorneys to do the downgrade and do concurrently last October 2020. Um, mm -hmm. But in, in, instead of doing the downgrade, 
they straight away applied at the EB2 itself, but it was not current for date of filing and date of uh, uh, the final action date too. So okay, so you have to withdraw that so for it. Don't withdraw that for it. No, USCIS. No, USCIS. Usually, they should reject it within a month or so. They will reject the wrong it. applications. They will take the right application. They will. They, they will reject the correct application. They will. They'll. They'll accept the wrong applications. That's their trend. Yeah. So, yeah, in my case, right, they invited me for uh, uh, biometrics and they approved my uh, oh. uh, EAD. Yeah, EAD. Withdraw AP. the 485 application. So that's the only is, now I got. Now I got uh, uh, for medicals RFE. I got so no, um, withdraw the withdraw the application. Withdraw. Don't put a denial on your 485. Nobody has looked at your file at this point of time. They never looked into it. The because stupid guys approve the EAD, the stupid guys approve the whole thing. They will get, send you all those things and they will deny later on. And sometimes even if they issue the green card, you will get it revoked at a later time. What is your priority date you said? Uh, March 2012. File it right now. Yeah, file it. But the only thing that I was thinking is like I'm in the queue for last uh, no, one year. No, no. You are in the wrong queue. You are in the wrong queue. You're not supposed to be there. You filed, you must be eligible on the day you file the application. You can't be eligible at a later date. If you can be eligible at a later date, I am going to have all 2021 priority dates file the adjustment of status right now. So that's the only so option not, I have. That is the only option I have. You do not. I don't know why they did not advise you. You should withdraw the 4 h application right now. But, and and don't worry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my attorney was saying like, uh, not it's better not to uh, file the second uh, 485. Um, so that's the advice that they were giving us. He's a moron. That's the only word that I have for him. One, he should not have filed. He has filed. He has withdrawn it. He's a moron. He has no sense what he's doing. I'll take the next two okay. callers, guys. Thank you. Um, before I take the next, uh, yeah, next two callers. In the meantime. I'm going to look into some of the questions you're facing. Is there a potential for the retrogression of the EB3? There is always a potential for the retrogression of the EB3 final action dates. There is a chance for it. Um, right, um, the Kunal is asking what, what, what's happening with the Eagle Act. Right now, Eagle Act is at the back burner. The main thing will be about the 485, uh, the main thing about is the uh, budget re reconciliation bill. And believe me, there are a lot of good things in the budget reconciliation bill. If you want to watch the video of TV Asia um, that was done yesterday, please watch that. Good with the next caller, Gatri. Uh, Google. How can I file my medical RFE by myself without going through my attorney? We have given a link and you can do so. The link is provided in the comment. Next person, please. Arun? And if Arun? you don't have the link, yes. chat hi, with uh, Gayatri, she will give. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. last call, go ahead. Yeah, hi Rahul Garu, uh, uh, thanks for the uh, uh, taking this. Uh, I'm currently on my H1 and I filed for downgrade back in uh, uh, December 2020 for uh, EB3. Um, uh, I, 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 uh, I was in uh, NC before and due to my project uh, uh, requirement, uh, 
I had to file a H1 amendment and I moved to Texas uh, uh, currently. But, but my family is back in uh, uh, NC. Um, uh, so my uh, question here is, do they really need to re relocate? Because I know to work from here, so I'm here. But do they need to relocate? And do I need to uh, change any of my... So the first thing is that, what is your home that you consider? Like, for example, my village people go to Dubai and they stay for 10 years. You ask you, where are they from? Even though they have never visited my village for the past five years, they say, my, I am from Arikirala. That's what they say. So okay. now my question is that, are you from Texas or are you North Carolina? Um, I was in North Carolina for like... Oh, no, you're not answering. You need to consult a lawyer. Where, so, see, here's the thing. Where are you from? You where from? What is your family home you consider? Between in, your wife? Uh, I'm sorry? North Carolina, basically. Well, North Carolina. Then if it's if it's not, and there's a house there you have? An apartment? No, no apartment, basically. It's leasing. Your name is there, is right? Yes, yes. And you have a lease here in Texas too? No, I'm uh, staying in a temporary home at my brother's location. You make sure that you have, the, on the H-1B, did you file an amendment? Yes, I did file an amendment. Okay, make sure that you have documentation you're staying here. Um, and in the adjustment of status, though, I put so you, fi you filed yeah. a 485, sir? Yeah, I filed 485 back in December when I was in North Carolina and all my address and everything is there. So the question I have is, though I'm working from Texas on the uh, amendment, H1 amendment, uh, for biometric and all, I would be getting in rally. Hope it is okay to travel and attend there. Oh, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. And if I get an interview, would there be any questions on uh, this? Uh, you can say that I, for the job purposes, I've been staying there, but my home is not Karna. The lease and everything is there. Um, you can say that I'm just traveling there for work purposes. Okay, that should be fine, right? Or reduce y'all uh, relocate. To I Texas. would, I would, I would not. If either you relocate to Texas, or or don't do anything. Uh, your wife and your child recollectives or don't do anything. That's my suggestion. Okay. But because don't, don't give two different addresses, one for you and one for your wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. And other question, Rahul Garu, um, because I my, uh, employ, my new assignment is in Texas, my paychecks would be getting generated out of the new address, right? So mm -hmm. would matter uh, in future? Or, uh... No, you filed an amendment. Everything is good there. I don't no. say anything wrong there. Okay, because it will be paychecks would be generated out of the new location, right? So that's where yeah, I was. That's exactly how they are supposed to be generated because you filed an amendment, you're staying here. Let me yeah. go to the uh, online questions, guys. Thank you. Uh, Santosh has this question whether retrogression has any existing filings, though. Uh, if it's already been filed, though, they're going to keep on giving you the EAD and advanced roles, uh, but they will not deny your application, EAD will be approved. They just cannot approve your 485 if it's been, uh, if it's been, uh, if it's been, uh, if it's been backtracked. The dates goes back. They can't give you the green card, but they won't. They will still adjudicate your EADs and advanced paroles. Uh, this gentleman filed a 485 and, uh, and uh, I-140 in July. Oh, that's a long time of not getting the receipt notices. Yes, we noticed them previously three months, four months, but we haven't noticed that many. Um, but Sai, is it from Texas that you send it? 
we have some that we filed in august second week which a uh, third week we didn't received it but uh, july is a very long time you may want to check if the check has been cashed though a uh, check is not cashed according to you that there is something very suspicious though you may want to consider refiling the application though is it mandatory nie approval before going for the appointment no it's not mandatory they can give you the approval then and there itself uh sri why is the spillover um since the number is 290 still yes it's supposed to be these guys are playing dramas we need to get them fired especially the state department charlie should be fired we need to request the administration to fire him he's just not doing his job yes 290 is still there he shouldn't be looking into what the congress may or may not be doing the stupid guy thinks that he has to look into that Uh, applied downgrade in last October got ability to pay. Um, what should I do? First thing, Madhav, uh, is that you need to look into if uh, you need to look into Madhav if the I one forty is supposed to be approved. Um, you can check with the lawyer, and they can evaluate and tell whether it's approvable or not. If it's going to be approvable, though, I'm going to just get the I one forty approved under EB three and do nothing. As an employee, can I raise a service request beyond processing time? No, you cannot. None of what Charlie says seems to be correct. Looks like there is no good source of information. Absolutely, that guy is nuts. And I think so. He's violating the law. But the only problem is. it has to be done by the administration there is not much we can do you got the gceed and you are planning to use it for my spouse as her h4 is is mean that i am married to eb3 uh, not exactly if you continue working with the same company you can still move to eb Two though, if the priority date of EB two becomes current, uh, you can still move to EB two. Any questions or suggestions uh, for chat with Charlie? We will look into it. Uh, that guy is avoiding the questions that we face and put out a big note against us not to ask any more questions because he doesn't want to face us. you didn't answer the question with regards to the amount of time that he's been taking and where he is in the practical thing he avoided that question completely my practice is 6 2014 and eed in medical done daughter aging out in february 2nd to uh 2000 uh, february 22 though um narayan you may have some creative ideas though i don't know how long your i140 has been pending though 
Um, one of the suggestions that we do people is that we draw the entire 485 and I-140 application, file one more, one more I-140. They're taking a long time to get an I-140 approval. If your employer is cooperative, that's what I would do though. I know withdrawing I-485 is a lot of expenditure, but to save, to get a chance to save her, I would withdraw the entire I-140 and 485, file the entire application new. Thank you guys for uh, coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.